This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Many Americans are planning to travel this year. We've got money-saving tips for airline travel based on the latest research into airline pricing strategies. Airfare has always been driven by supply and demand. It's never been really a cost equation calculation. If it was, we wouldn't have had all those years of bankruptcies for airlines. Then, how much money will you need for retirement? A lot depends on when you choose to retire. An expert shares advice on what you need to fund your golden years. This Gallup poll said that people worked until 61, but what they said is that they actually planned to work longer. And oftentimes that doesn't actually turn out to be true. Those two stories and more are straight ahead. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Many Americans are planning to travel around this time of year, and our next guest has some money-saving travel tips for airline travel. He's Scott McCartney, the Wall Street Journal's travel editor, author, and creator of the weekly Middle Seat column on airlines and travel. So you have what you call four ticket truths to share. But before that, in general, would you say the rules have changed as far as airlines and getting the best fares and all of that? Yeah, I think a lot of the rules have changed. The airlines have really shifted strategy in several areas. And the reason is really pretty simple. Demand is strong. We've had a lot of consolidation in the industry. So the supply of seats isn't maybe as robust as it has been in the past compared to demand. And so what you see is they have fewer empty seats. And so there are fewer sales. Prices are going up both in fares and fees. And that pricing power has allowed airlines to do things a little differently. So moving to these ticket truths you talk about, the first one is many nonstop flights are now cheaper than connecting flights. That's kind of surprising. It is surprising, Chris. You know, for years, people have been able to save money if they were willing to endure the inconvenience of making a stop somewhere, a connecting flight. And it doesn't really make sense from an airline cost perspective, but it does make sense when airlines had empty seats that they needed to fill with cheap fare passengers. If somebody was willing to um, spend the time with the connecting flight, they would get a cheaper fare. That's no longer true in many cases. A couple different firms did research for us on this and found that often nonstop flights are now cheaper. So look at it from the airline's perspective. If you're going from, say, Boston to San Francisco, you could make a connection anywhere in the middle of the country or you could take a nonstop. And say you would stop in Dallas. The airline would rather sell a nonstop New York to Dallas ticket and then a nonstop Dallas to San Francisco ticket rather than the connecting fare. You can end up with twice as much money. And these days they're able to fill those seats with more nonstop passengers. And so they have priced connecting itineraries higher to incentivize the sale of nonstop seats. Your second ticket truth is Sunday and Tuesday look like the best days to check for discounted prices, sort of. What's that all about? Well, this is something that people have looked at for years and years and years. 
it turns out that the differences now between the day you buy are really pretty marginal. There is some advantage for Tuesdays and Sundays. Tuesdays historically were the day that everybody said, oh, you buy your ticket on Tuesday. And the reason was that airline pricing executives would come into work Monday and they'd tally up the previous week and the weekend sales and say, oh, my gosh, things are slow. We need to run a sale. And so the sale would go out. It would be in Tuesday's newspaper. And because those sales started on Tuesday, that was the best day to buy. You had the most likely chance of snagging a sale, a discounted ticket. What happened was the newspapers became less important in airline advertising. You're buying directly on their website. They can target sales through the website or social media. And so they would do that for the weekend. During the week, business travelers are buying tickets on the weekend. It's leisure travelers, and they're much more price sensitive. And so you could stimulate some sales offering discounts on the weekend. Sunday turned out to be the best day. When you look at data now, and Expedia and Airlines Reporting Corp looked at a huge amount of data of actual tickets from last year, and a big data analytics firm called Three Victors looked at results of 22 billion queries. And what they found is that, yes, prices can be cheaper on Tuesday and Sunday, the flash sales that airlines run on Tuesdays through social media have some impact. But the reality is they don't run many sales anymore. And so there wasn't that big a difference. In fact, three victors found it really was only two or three dollars when you average it out across all those billions of queries that you get an advantage. So I think there still is some advantage to Tuesday and Sunday, but it really is small dollars compared to everything else. Interesting. Your next ticket truth as far as airlines and travel are staying over a Saturday night can save money except at beach destinations. Yeah, this was another one that was a little bit surprising. You know, the Saturday night stay used to be a staple of airline discounted tickets. And the reason was they didn't want business travelers to buy the cheap fares, so they would impose that requirement. That went away. Uh, business travelers really hated it. There were all kinds of games and schemes to get around that. And the growth of low-cost competition really made it kind of obsolete. But it turns out that there still is an advantage if you include a Saturday night stay in your trip. What happens is there are still lots of international fares with Saturday night stays. And even, I think, domestically, um, there was a clear advantage. And I think the reason is that airlines just know that these are more likely to be leisure travelers if an itinerary includes a Saturday night stay. And the Expedia and ARC study looked at three-day itineraries that included a Saturday night and those that didn't. And they found that, on average, tickets could actually be about 25% cheaper if it included a Saturday night stay. We're talking with Scott McCartney, the Wall Street Journal's travel editor and author and creator of the weekly Middle Seat column on airlines and travel, and his fourth ticket truth, the historic link between oil prices and airfare has been broken. Very interesting. It is. I think airlines still use this as an excuse. Oil prices are up, so we have to raise fares. Historically, there has been a close correlation. If you look at the rise and fall of oil prices, the rise and fall of airfare tracks very closely with that, but no more. The reason is airfares and fees have basically just kept going up. And so lately, whether oil prices come down or whether they go up, airfares are doing their own thing. Airfare has always been driven by supply and demand. It's never been really a cost equation 
calculation. If it was, we wouldn't have had all those years of bankruptcies for airlines if they could price tickets based on their costs. They can't. It really has to do with the demand that's out there for tickets and the supply of seats. And so with that tight supply and increased demand has come a disconnect with oil prices. I think it used to be that people would, if they thought oil prices were going up, they'd kind of rush to buy tickets. If they thought oil prices were coming down, they might wait to buy a ticket and see if you could get a cheaper price when oil prices come down. But you can't really play that game anymore. Now, let's say I know that later in the year I'm going to be taking a trip. Maybe I'm going to a family reunion or I'm going on a long-planned vacation. How far in advance is the best time to buy the airline tickets? This is a really interesting question. The cheapest prices generally are found three months to about four weeks before departure. There's a lot of data out there now tracking prices. As people make searches, that data is collected and now gets analyzed. So you can day by day track the lowest prices that, that airlines offered for a particular route. I would start looking about three months out if you know exactly when you're going, where you're going, and really make sure you buy before one month. And when you see a good price, grab it. Scott McCartney, the Wall Street Journal's travel editor, author and creator of the weekly Middle Seat column on airlines and travel with some really helpful advice for uh, all of us who are planning to hop on a plane and go somewhere. Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Sure. Good to be with you, Chris. Enjoyed it. Next, how much dough do you need for retirement? That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.